Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now. Welcome in to Oilers Nation After Dark. Tyler and Liam with you live from Greta. Post brunch for Ben and Liam, we did it. The Oilers won a game when we did an event this year. I know. It's a it, miracle, it really. It's not been a good run. We had the 8-1 wallop in against Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, when I begged you to start the post-game show sooner and you didn't let me. Um, we obviously had last weekend where they fell apart against the Flames. And we had one other one, which I can't remember who that was. No, there was one before that. And we lost. We had the Vegas one. That's we did right. the impromptu watch party yep. for Vegas. Not ideal. Oh, yeah, we went there. BM, do you want us to show the people this? Bag Milk bought, like, an insane amount of raffle tickets. And he won. And this is what he won. <laughs> Wow. He's going to hang in his office. It's actually a self-portrait. His name's Kevin. His name's Kevin. BM wanted us to say that. So, the Oilers won and Bag Milk won this fantastic wolf portrait. Thoughts, Kevin? I have a very weird. I'll break this. Uh, but the Oilers come through, Liam. Yes, and they did. We're going to get into everything to break down the hockey game in just a second, but... Let's just start with the fact that this watch party was awesome. It's so great to do things in support of the Ben Stelter Foundation. Yeah. Mike and Leah were here. They were awesome. We sold over 500 raffle tickets just with the people in here with all those proceeds going towards the Ben Stelter Foundation as well, man. It was what an afternoon. It was great. And it's a shame there wasn't a ton of goals to celebrate, but yeah. I think the intensity of that game really kind of helped the event too, it, it you was know? played like, like a playoff game. yeah it was a great game and yeah the event itself was fantastic and i was saying to my parents i was like what a great spot to to have an event like this like yes this is obviously a bar that we're in but there's so many games you can play here and like yeah. just throughout the game you see all these kids and they're not watching the game that run into space invaders or the mario car all those games to, those kids yeah, play trying to knock tyler and i off the football game which we dominated so it was great fantastic afternoon yeah it was really good a big big shout out to greta like they're usually not open right now yeah, and they opened good. up the bar just for us to throw this party man Fantastic. it was so much fun and again the oilers delivered so let's dig into things on oilers nation after dark a big shout out to our friends at alberta blue cross protecting you and your memories wherever your travel takes you visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information is it good bad in the oily brett is that what we're kicking off with the good bad and the oily let's kick sure, it off. let's do it good bad and the oily let's start with the good brett tell me what we got first we Stuart Skinner is our good, and Liam, how could Stuart Skinner not be our good? Right, right up until the end, making yeah. that sprawling save with under 30 seconds to go. Unbelievable. Skinner stops 24 of 25 in the Oilers' victory, and... Some of those 24 saves were 10 bells oh, as he, well. He earned every save yep. to make, right? Like The Oilers gave up a lot of big chances to the Kraken. And like you said, right at the end of the game, he made a huge save too. So great game by Skinner. One of the best we've seen from him in the month. Yeah. I'd say probably since the Vegas game. I know they they lost that game, but I thought he was very good. Since then, we haven't seen this peak of Stuart Skinner. And he was the sole reason... I should, 
Yeah, the sole reason the Oilers won, but I'll give yep. credit to Grubauer as well at the other end. I thought he had a very good game, too. Yeah, and again, the shot totals weren't crazy high. Only 51 between the two teams. Yeah. The shots were 26-25 for the Oilers. Like, it was a pretty tight game in that regard. But still, yeah, both goalies. I mean, it very easily could have been 4-1 Edmonton in that game. It also very easily could have been... Wave goodbye. Okay, bye. My family's uh, leaving. Bye, Tony. <laughs> See you later. Uh, it also very easily could have been 3-1 Seattle. Yeah, point, oh, yeah, right? definitely, definitely is. You know, I, I'll never forget the conversation we had. I'm sure it was it caught up. Oh, I will forget it, apparently, because I don't remember who it was. It was ever hot and orgastic. And they said, it was like, what does it take for, like, a goalie to steal a game and all this? And he's like, when a goalie allows, like, two or less goals, they're basically stealing a game in yeah. the NHL today. And Seattle were unfortunate for how good Skinner was, considering how good their goalie was, right? So Skinner Skinner's my first star. I'm second and probably third. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was honest. absolutely nails, man. That was a really good – and that was our short board giant storyline coming into yeah. the game. It was like, can Goal Stewart team. Skinner – keep the hot streak going and he absolutely did keep the hot streak going that'll be his third straight game at 940 yeah. or better in the save percentage department he was uh absolutely unbelievable i have beef with people in the chat all right lance well, keeps saying tyler will you admit skinner is elite when have i ever not come on i've said Stuart skinner is a top tier goalie for a while look at i, I spent the whole pregame show Riffing about how his elite numbers, top 10, even with the slump, he's top 10 since Jan 1. Like, yeah, yeah. Stuart Skinner is a high-end NHL goalie. He'd like a little bit more consistency. But when he's on, he's one of the best. Well, let's not forget again, Stuart Skinner is 24 years old. Yeah. Maybe 25, we're not sure. Ken Holland also isn't sure. <laughs> yeah, but... I think it's fair to say he's one of the best goalies in the NHL. When you can trust a goalie to play... 55 plus games in the league in the league in one season i think it's fair to say he's a top echelon goalie yep. right and you look through january Stuart skinner is better than hellebuck better than demko soros the lot right yep. so another great game from Stu. and yeah i don't think we need to admit he's great i think we could admit maybe we need to all trust skinner a little bit more going forward even when he goes through a bit of a I, down I, i've been on the you, bed bed right, yeah. not getting a goalie yeah I'm, I've, I've floated. I'm off right now. But hey, it's depending on what happens tomorrow. <laughs> All right, that is the good. It is our boy, Stuart Skinner. Brad Dingle is in. It says, Tyler, your beer is flat refill. No. Quick, we need another beer. No, look at that. There go. The service here at Greta is unbelievable. Uh, let's get to the bad. I got a parking ticket. You did. Damn. And what did I say to you before the game? We were walking in and Liam's like, do you pay for parking on the street? I was like, no, nah, man, never have never gotten a ticket. I got a ticket. That's I, on me. I moved my car to the free parking under Greta. Sunday, I like having Sunday, the nation drug parked in front. So no, I, I get it. Expensive. Uh, yeah, Jay, if you're listening, <laughs> can I please expense my parking ticket? Uh, that was a tough one. I kind of uh, yeah. saw it happen. Break. Uh, but the other bad lack of scoring. Part of that's on Grubauer. I will also say there was a little bit through stretches of that game of the Oilers doing their classic overpassing. Yep. A couple times. But it took a great goal from Drysaddle to beat Grubauer too, right? So yeah. it was an um, intense game, like you said. And the lack of scoring... I found that happens occasionally when we play Seattle, too. Like, I know we showed the numbers at the start of the game of what the players have done, but it does feel like, and I remember back to when you guys went on a nation vacation, the 
Oilers didn't have a shot in the third period or something like that, right? Yeah. Like he scored four right away and then they kind of deteriorated from there a little bit. So here's what it is. You're going to have to win tight games sometimes and the Oilers yep. found a way. They did it many times throughout the 16-game streak too. Yeah, flag score. I mean, again, would have been nice. Would have been nice for our wallets if they would have won this game four or five to one. Didn't hit on any of our bets. But again, you get the two points. I, I really have a tough time criticizing a lot of anything yeah. from that hockey game because I even felt like the lulls for the Oilers within that game, they weren't that significant. Like, how many long, long stretches were there where Seattle took over that game and you were like, oh, man, they're in trouble. Like, I just didn't get that sense. Maybe it's because we're here and we're in a great mood and we're watching the game through a party lens or whatever. But No, I feel the same way, though. Like, there was it was just a good game, you know? Lack of goals, whatever it may be. Everything seemed to go well for the Oilers today. They played well defensively, even when Seattle had that bit of pressure, but it didn't happen for long periods of the game. I thought the Oilers did a really good job today in all areas of the ice. Yep, totally. Uh, let's get to the Oily, Brett. Brunch for Ben. How can it not be? Uh, it was awesome. Like I said, 500-plus raffle tickets sold. We had so many kids here out having a good time. We did an Oilers Nation coloring contest. Yeah. We did an Oilers win. Nation spelling bee in the first intermission with a bunch of the kids, and we were giving away prizes. Man, it was just – it was so much fun to come out here and get to see all these nation citizens who we see at other events, like with their families and things yeah. like that. It was awesome, man. So Brunch for Ben, it's without a doubt the Oily. Yeah, it's – um. It's very different to everything else we do. It's the first time I've done a post-game show at Greta and not had about 20 beers in my belly, you know, because mm -hmm. of just when this all was and everything like that. But it was just as good as everything we've ever done before, if not a little bit better. So I can't wait for next year. I hope we can do it here again at Greta and have a yep. same as fun as we did. And maybe next year I'll win the Wolf picture. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, the Stelter family is here. Uh, Cecily Rose, Evander Kane's yes, friend. Yes, yes. She was right behind me. Yeah, she was here as well wearing her Evander Kane jersey. So yeah, man, it's really cool. I'm really proud to be a part of this event. And I mean, you and I have the easy job. We sit here on the mics yeah. and look at bright lights for a couple of minutes. <laughs> but I mean, Maddie, our marketing girl, did an unbelievable job. Greta, they were unbelievable hosts. Everyone on the nation team just chipped in yeah. and made this a really, really smooth event. So okay. big shout out to everyone who made it possible. Kennedy, Jazz, yeah. Dan. All yeah. did a fantastic job of uh, getting everything set up here, awesome. and even the stickers we gave out was sweet too. The, yeah, it showed that. Little, oh yeah, we got them right here. Wend Wendelin or yeah, Wendy. Oh, I'm sure a lot of you have seen these before, but they're pretty I feel cool. Like I should put one on the back of my laptop. Give there me you one. There's slap it right there. That'd, That'd be cool. Good, eh? what yeah, you yeah. All right, there you go. That's the oily. Uh, speaking of oily, let's get to some of your comments here in the chat. Mitchell is in and says Stu did his job. He made the saves he needed to. Yep, all but one. <laughs> but he did. Um, yeah, it's a great game. Number one fan, Kulak. How about that, Brett Kulak in the one game Aaron's not doing post game? Brett Kulak comes and scores a goal for his boy. That puck had eyes. But what I want to know is you got a secondary assist. Because Could it the counter, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping because the counter is a dry saddle goal. I don't know if they've changed it yet. New dry saddle. Uh, what a disaster. Two points for Leon dry saddle. Should have bet that one. Yeah. I did. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I again. just. Oh, I'm gonna go double take the old Betway account. I did it last game and uh, didn't hit. But yeah, Kulak found eyes. How about that being the not so obvious prediction in uh, for Gregor? What a witch! Yeah, what I, a witch! It was not. It was not exactly what he said, but very, very close to what yeah. he was. And either way, both predictions finished with a Kulak goal. So yeah, nice seeing him on the board. I said to my dad, who was wearing a Brett Kulak jersey, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I said to him as the third period, so I was like, 
I just think the Oilers are really going to need someone out of the blue to score for them, which not so obvious statement, but hey, was Brad Kulak, third goal of the season. Uh, there was another comment in here that I liked. I like all the cup year comments. Yeah, everyone's saying cup year. Patrick I love that. From Someone's Denmark? wanted to give Vinny a shout out for how good he played late in the hockey game. He was awesome, man, putting his body on the line in the final 60 seconds of that hockey game. And yeah. even before that, I thought Vinny had a really, really solid night. Yeah, I thought Vinny was good, kind of back to his old ways of blocking shots and just committing to that side of the game right at the end. He's literally laying on the puck and people are whacking at him, you yeah. know. That's a guy who you want in the you want going with you deep in the playoffs. Couple somebody the- asked sorry where Greta is. Uh, there's one downtown Edmonton, which is where we're at right now, not too far away from Rogers Place. And then there's probably one in a major city if you're not in from Edmonton. Yeah, one in Calgary, Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto's, Toronto's coming. coming. Yeah. Winnipeg might have one, not by the airport because no, they, they don't have one. Uh, a couple of other notes just to get to from this hockey game here. Tonight, it's a 2-1 victory for the OS. Actually, what we need to do, need to get to our hot cold performers for Ooh. DoorDash. 25% off zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. Groceries, restaurants, more, all delivered right to your door with DoorDash. Uh, hot cold performers, let's start with the hot performers, Liam. I'll go ahead. Leon Dreisaitl, two-point game. When he was on the ice at 5-on-5, five five, the Oilers outshoot the Kraken. 10 to 3. I know some people were getting on over that penalty with the open net. I actually, I didn't think it was that bad. I'm not mad at him for that. No, me neither, because it was a sign of effort and determination to try and help the others win that game in that moment by being aggressive and trying to get the puck once the net was empty. Unfortunate. A penalty for sure. Yeah. Right? Definite penalty. Yeah, it was a yeah. penalty. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's-, it's nothing like the one he took against Calgary. We can't be on this guy for having like bad body language and all this stuff and taking the crap penalties he does. And then when he puts in an effort, and just because he had an unfortunate outcome, doesn't mean it was necessarily bad for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm with you. So try something against my hot performer. Anyone else stand out for you? Uh, I thought Evander Kane had a bit of hop in his step today. I, I like a couple the- nice drives to the net. Yeah, I thought he played very well. Um, Stu, the obvious one. Yeah, I, I'll go a bit, uh, a bit off the script and say Kane. I thought Perry had a decent game as well. Yeah, that was good. Uh, let's get to our cold performers. Okay, this one might not, this one might not be fun. People might not like it. I'm giving Corey Perry a cold performer. No, I just said he was good. You thought Perry was good tonight? I thought he had. He thought he was okay. <laughs> Maybe I didn't watch. I, I think he's got real slow boots. Oh yeah, he does. And I'm looking at Perry, Fogle, and McLeod and their stat line from tonight: shot attempts 10-2 for the Kraken when they're on the ice. He's the fourth liner. Oh, a hundred percent. I think a priority here in the five six days leading up to the deadline, whatever we got. Get enough wing depth. Corey Perry can play on your fourth line. That's that's it. That's why it frustrates me that he gets the opportunities of the lineup and Holloway doesn't. You know? Yeah. Um cold performer for me. Ah, uh, see, people in the chat are saying he was good. I there just wasn't enough good happening on the ice when those guys were there. Like that third line gets a bit of a cold performer from him. Yeah, they went fantastic. How about that when Fogel did the spin and then went to do the slapper and fell? That would be yeah. mine. That specific moment. Um I think uh, there was a couple of soft penalties tonight, both ways. Maybe that'll be my cold performer. I, I, I go back to our bat a little bit too, just lack of lack of finish to put the game away. I'll say that one. Lack of finish to put the game away. Yeah, again, with the power play too at the yeah. end of the second, it's like, man, you bury that one. You bear down and score at the end of that second period there. Game's over. It's over. Yeah, like you're, you're coasting in the third period. So 
Yeah, I don't know. The chat's a little mixed on Corey Perry. Mr. Big Boy said, how dare you? Perry should be on the first line. Eh, <laughs> what? <nope. laughs> Ryan, says, in the playoffs. Ryan says, I disagree. I saw Perry and Kane hustling. But there's people who are d- disagreeing on Yanmark, too. So maybe just one of those weird games, I guess. It depends on what you got to pick out. Well, it, I just think it was just a good performance overall where it was just so intense that it was really hard to, to label who exactly was bad you know i think yeah. it was actually just a strong team effort can we also point out leon drysaddle that was his 10th career game against the seattle kraken he's now up to 23 points in his career against the kraken i should have probably taken that from the pregame show and put it onto my betway account yeah maybe that would have been clever might have been a decent idea but what can you do <laughs> what can you do liam uh all right there you go your hot and cold performers for our friends at DoorDash. I know we did miss the scoring summary for our friends at Greta. The whole show's from Greta, though. What are you talking about? Uh, The Oilers get a goal from Dreisaitl in the second. Basically dead on halfway through the game. A big goal from Brett Kulak is third of the year to make it 2-0. Also, Leon Dreisaitl, 30th of the season as well. So we'll see if he can find a way to chase down maybe what? What's a realistic Dreisaitl goal? 42. I was just going to say that. There you go. We're, on the, right. We're on the same show. Ellie Tolvanen brought the Kraken back to within one, but that is all they would get. They've adjusted the shot clock as well. Oilers outshot 25-24, but come away with a one-goal victory. Seattle goes over or one for three with the power play. Edmonton goes over for two. Their power play was 42% in Seattle all time coming into this game. They go over for two. That was Seattle's 100th loss as a franchise feels good to give them that they were well here we go they were 99 100 and something now so even if they won or lost it would have been yeah. unless they went to overtime and they all lose this point but it didn't so another piece of news those are officially in second in the pacific division well they are hey! the time being edmonton <laughs> has leapfrogged the vegas golden knights I mean, they've been ahead of them in points percentage for, for a, a while, which is now. kind of all that matters, but it is nice to see them right now in second place. They are also nine points back of the Vancouver Canucks with four games in hand and a head-to-head game remaining against the Canucks as well. So it's going to be big. Technically speaking, you control your own fate for the top spot in the conference. Yep, you really do. And seeing what they were able to do today with the way Skinner performed and limiting so many shots, they're coming around. Yep. They seem to be coming around. That's three wins in a row now, correct? Yeah. So, yep. So, see how long they can keep it. This might be their 32 game win streak coming up. <laughs> you be easy now. Uh, Vancouver's in action tomorrow against Anaheim. Vegas is in action in about seven minutes, taking on the Buffalo Sabres. Edmonton back in action tomorrow against the Penguins. That same Penguins team who is still playing tonight out in Calgary, Mika Kippersoff retirement night yeah. at the Dome. Mika Kippersoff, I know we're not really a Flames show, obviously, and we're supposed no, to not, be... But am I not really? You mean not at all? Yeah, not at all. We're supposed to be rude to them and not like them. But what a career he had. Yep. And I'm glad he's getting the reception he is from all the Calgary and everything like that. And uh, friend of the nation, Rhett Warner, is going to be on uh, After Hours tonight. Oh, yeah, he with, is. With Scott Oaks. I think it'll be Kippersoff... Uh, Rhett Warner and Robin Re- Robin Regea. Yeah. yeah, that's the three. So if you're down in Calgary for whatever reason at the Sad Dome, I hope you enjoy the ceremonies. Yeah. Uh, Captain Felton is in. He says, go Sabres. Ryan says, pray Buffalo beats Vegas. Absolutely. Absolutely hoping the Buffalo Sabres can do the job tonight 
for the Edmonton Oilers and keep the Oilers above the Golden Knights in the standings. Edmonton wins 2-1 against Seattle. Back in action tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Would you make any lineup changes if you were Chris Knobloch? We obviously know picks is starting, so it's pickered between the pipes. Anything else? Um... Maybe I would rotate in Gagne, but I'm not too concerned about that. I'm I'd go worried. Gagne for Ryan. I, I feel fine about that. I thought Ryan was decent tonight, though. Yeah. I thought he was okay. I could see them moving Yamark down the lineup. I think he's had his little experiment. He's been f- fine at best. I would like to see someone else up there, especially with the way Fogel and McLeod weren't really hitting tonight. Yeah. On their offense, sorry, not physically. Give me more Holloway, man. So, I Holloway, sound like a broken Fogel. record, but I want more Holloway. I'm with you. I also wouldn't mind seeing that Holloway McLeod Perry line again. We haven't seen that for a while. I thought he was actually and then good. Move Fogel up. Move Fogel up and Yanmark yeah. Brown Ryan fourth line. It's not Yanmark a pretty fourth line, but whatever. Whatever. And then you keep the first line the same, McDavid dry. Yeah. I actually heard uh, Low Tide on the Gregor show yesterday talking about how when Malkin and Pittsburgh were in Seattle the other day, it had been the worst game he had seen Malkin ever play. So I'm very curious to see. I probably won't watch tonight's game. I my obviously my big tournament, my golf tournament tonight. Oh yeah. Um, oh, that's tonight. That is tonight. I'll be heading there that's right after. You're not crushing beers. No, I am. I'm prepping. You're saving yourself. I'm prepping. I might have a coffee before before I go. Another one. Yeah. Keep myself up. Um. So I'm curious to see how Malcolm responds this weekend too. Obviously one of the greats of the game, and I love it when Pittsburgh come to Edmonton, but yeah. hopefully there's another bad one. Yeah. Uh, I saw our boy Dukes was back at the party here again today. He's got one more game in him, I think. So hopefully the Oilers can send Dukes back home to Australia happy. Oh, what a way to end it. Crosby McDavid. Oh, that's so Malcolm cool. Dreisaitl. That is so cool. Latang Bouchard. Let's, you should go to the game tomorrow. See if Dutsy will take you. I got after dog tomorrow. Oh, you're on after yeah, dog. I'll be on pre-gaming with our boy Aaron. The schedule maker put me on a Sunday. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Sundays are a chill day. <laughs> I'm the schedule And maker. then Monday we have our big interview. Yeah, we've, if anyone wants to guess, we won't tell you. Apparently, Wanye said it on Wanye. It was. It, it was so And Gregor funny. said it on his show. Yeah, yeah. Not ideal. I'm still not going to say it, though. No, me neither. It's a principal thing. <laughs> You'll find out. But we set up for it yesterday. Yeah. So I'm ready. I got to gotta prep some questions. If you think you know who it is, maybe you can send us a question. Yeah. That not? might be a fun idea. DM us. Um, Electronic Jordan, a bunch of people wanted to know about the Cheaters League. But we <laughs> said on, you gave an update on Owen Radio, so I know you do it again. Yeah. So he's going to play when he's healthy. And that'll be it. But he's not healthy until like July. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Uh, all right. Oilers get a 2 1 win over the Seattle Kraken. We got to keep this show a little bit tight Point. today just because we got to cruise out of Greta here and get all of our gear packed up because it's a Saturday and Saturdays at Greta mean party time. Yeah. So we got to get wrapped up. Big shout out to our boy Brett Holden for producing and holding things down, getting everything all Holden. ready to roll. Liam, a fun little post-game show yes. with you and an unbelievable afternoon at Greta, all in support of the Ben Stelter Foundation. If you haven't been to one of our events yet this year, you are missing out. Next time we do one, which will probably be around playoff time, if we're yeah. being honest, you yeah. are going to want to be here. Bar back to the Oilers fans. It lived up to the hype, and we raised a ton of money today as well. Big shout out to everyone who tuned in on the YouTube. That's a wrap for today's edition of Oilers Nation After Dark, brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. <coughs> Tomorrow, Aaron's back in the saddle, pre and post game. Six o'clock start for pregame with Boardsy right here on the Oilers Nation.
Nation YouTube. If they were to make a trade, we'll go live a little yeah. earlier as well. So thanks for tuning in to everybody. Have a fantastic Saturday night, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.